Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, TCK Potters? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, aka TCK Pod. Rolling solo tonight, breaking down a quicker version and a combined version of the week 12 game previews and the TCK roster rundowns. Again, we did not have these episodes last week because I was in transit down to California for a family wedding, but I'm back at it for you. Dropping it a little bit late this week. I've had a crazy work schedule, but uh, it's out nonetheless. So hope this helps you out for a little game preview action. And of course, the TCK Listener League roster rundown. If you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, make sure to give us a like and a follow, a subscribe, smash the thumbs up as well. It'd be much appreciated. Helps us grow in the network. And, of course, you can download the podcast anywhere podcasts are heard. The Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast streaming, of course, on the Believe Podcast Network. I've got a lot to get into tonight. Again, rolling solo for the Week 12 game previews and the TCK roster rundowns. But before we do that, I want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Bet Online. I'll be right back after this. This episode of the Candlestick Kids is brought to you by Bet Online. All eyes are back on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use the mobile app and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE to receive your bonus. For football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right. Of course, we had three games on Thanksgiving. I want to wish everybody a belated Thanksgiving. If you that, hopefully you were safe and comfortable as well. We did have three games. My man Bobby Lamarco broke all those down for you on his episode with the player trends and key injuries. So make sure you check that out before we set rosters on Sunday. But the Bears and the Lions, the Raiders and the Cowboys, as well as the Bills and the Saints. So Bobby broke all those down for you. I'm going to spare you on those ones. And we're going to get right into the game previews for week 12. Per usual, our game previews are brought to you by our friends at Carafactor. We'll just run their ad here in just a little bit. I want to give shouts out to our friends at Carefactor, but let's get into the previews here. We'll start with the Bucks and the Colts. The Buccaneers coming in at seven and three. The Colts at six and five. Tom Brady eight and zero record versus the Indianapolis Colts in 2010, including the playoffs. Of course, a lot of those matchups with the Patriots, but nonetheless, ten and zero, or excuse me, eight and zero since 2010 for Tom Brady. It's going to be a big one, man. A.B. out again. They said five to six weeks for his injury. We're on week five. Next week would be week six. Hopefully we can get him back for the fantasy playoffs. I've got him in a lot of leagues. I passed on Evans. I passed on Godwin to get A.B. in my leagues. And, uh, of course, a lot of us need A.B. back. I'm good firing up 
Godwin and everybody else in this game here. You start your studs, Jonathan Taylor, obviously. I'm okay with Carson Wentz. Michael Pittman, I wouldn't expect a big game, but I'm good with him there as well. Brady and Leonard Fournette as well. So you start your studs in this game. Bucks a three-point road favorite over under 53. I think the Bucks do win the game. I'll take the three points for them. Uh, but 53 seems a little bit high. I think it might be a little bit of a, a defensive match there. So I will take the under, but I'll take the Bucks to cover overall. All right, let's move on here to the Eagles and the Giants. Now the Eagles, five and six, they've been on a, a couple game win streak here. And the Giants, again, kind of falling short to Brady and those Bucks last week. Eagles, three-point road favorite, just a 45 over under, pretty low for NFL. The Philadelphia Eagles have won eight of nine games against the Giants. So trending for the Eagles here, of course, now we do have uh, Jordan Delavalle, our house Eagles fan, going up against Bobby Lamarco, our house Cowboy or Cowboys, excuse me. Sorry, Bob, our house Giants fan. So this will be an in-house rivalry game, as last week was as well with the Bucks and the Giants with Levy and Bob. This was going to be, I think, just, again, a low-scoring game. Saquon's questionable. He's will probably play, but I'm not excited about him against Philly's run defense. Jordan Howard is out. Now, that doesn't matter for Jordan Howard, but that helps Miles Sanders. And we have seen last week Miles Sanders got the work that Jordan had predicted a couple episodes ago, a couple weeks ago when we had our second half risers. So I do like Miles Sanders moving forward. So Jordan Howard being out is going to help Miles Sanders uh, hopefully get a bulk of the work and especially the red zone work. If Jalen Hurts isn't running in three rushing touchdowns there. Kadarius Tony doubtful. I know there's been a lot of hype for him on this show, a lot of hype in general in fantasy. He is doubtful in this game. Sterling Shepard already out, so that obviously knocks Daniel Jones down a notch there as well. But, you know, Kenny Galladay, Evan Ingram, whatever, uh, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard are fire, fire upable. Let's go Falcons and Jaguars. Falcons are four and six. The Jaguars two and eight. Falcons one and a half point road favorites over under 45 and a half. This is a tough game here. Combined records just six and 14. Jacksonville 17 points or fewer in each of the four games since their bye week. So they had their bye week and they've actually gotten worse. Uh, if, that, if that's possible, their defense has actually gotten a little bit better, but the offense has gotten less efficient from what it was even in the beginning of the season there. Cordero Patterson remains questionable. Hopefully we get him back this week there. And James Robinson, we should be getting him as well also. Um, it's been tough for the Jags. They've lost a lot of key members in this offense. And hopefully James Robinson can continue to produce. I'm not interested in really anybody else on the team. Marvin Jones is fun, and I like uh, I like to kind of represent him <laughs> as often as possible, but he's been tricky as well. So it's probably LaVisca Chenault and James Robinson or bust there on the other side for the Falcons, you know, still no Calvin Ridley. So I'm not interested in Mike Davis, not interested in Quadri Allison. Um, I'm, I'm, if Patterson plays, I play Patterson. Other than that, it's Kyle Pitts and Matt Ryan. If you need to stream a quarterback against the Jags. Moving on here to the Jets and the Texans. Oh, boy. This one's going to be a barn burner. I don't see anybody outside of Houston or New Jersey watching this game outside of red zone, but here we go. Jets 2-8, and eight, Texans 2-8. and eight. 
looking for the number two seed here behind the Detroit Lions. Texans are two and a half point home favorites, 44 and a half over under. <clears throat> Jets, 24 and a half points per game since week eight, 13 points per game of weeks one through five. So the Jets have actually been playing quite a bit better. Now, they do get Zach Wilson back, right? So you have Mike White and you have Joe Flacco both out due to COVID. Corey Davis is questionable to come back. We're hoping for that. Michael Carter is out in this game as well. So Tevin Coleman, right? Ty Johnson, those are streamable options. Ryan Griffin is a tight end that I'm streaming this year or this week, I should say. And you have the Texans with Rex Burkhead, who had 16 touches last week, but very inefficient. David Johnson, 1.39 yards per carry last week, terribly inefficient as well. Terod Taylor and Brandon Cooks are, you know, streamable if you need him at the position, but I'm not excited about this game overall. I don't want the Jets running backs if I can help it. And I don't want to start Brandon Cooks or Terod Taylor, but if you need to with bye weeks and COVID and whatnot, then feel free to fire those guys up. We also, again, you had six teams play, right? So you had the Bears, Lions, Raiders, Cowboys, Bills, and Saints already play. So, you know, <clears throat> if you had one of those guys out or you were worried about some health issues or whatever, you didn't start somebody, now you're streaming, then go ahead and start up Terod Taylor and, and Brandon Cooks. But otherwise, I would try to move off if you can. Okay, let's move on to the Panthers and the Dolphins. I'm buzzing through this pretty quickly here tonight, folks. Again, rolling solo, and I am going to go into the second half here. I'm going to go into the TCK roster rundown, so trying to get it for you best that I can to make it efficient for you on Saturday night and Sunday morning before kickoff here. Panthers and Dolphins. Panthers 5-6, and six, Dolphins 4-7. and seven. Miami Dolphins have won three straight games. They started 1-7, and seven, so they're on quite a roll. Now, I, I remember mentioning, you know, what, three weeks ago, I was like, I can't believe the Dolphins are one in seven. They feel like a 500 team. They're not really great, but they're not bad. And their defense was just ripped up. Tua wasn't performing. They had a, a tough injuries in the wide receiver core. And now they're starting to click a little bit, get healthy on defense. Schedules lightened up a little bit. So this is a winnable game for both of these teams here. Panthers are two-point road favorite, of course, with Cam Newton back. And 41 and a half point over under lowest on the schedule this week here. So I'm good to fire up Cam again, rushing upside. He will have it until he retires. Christian McCaffrey, obviously DJ Moore. Obviously I am totally out on Robbie Anderson at this point, especially against his improving secondary. I am good with miles Gaskin and PPR leagues. I'm okay with Tua in a, you know, streaming possibility if you need it, but, um, the Panthers have been quite impressive as well this year, so I would steer away from Tua if I can, but the Dolphins are at home. They have been playing better, so if you need to fire them up, you can there. And Mike Kosicki is a weekly starter as well at the tight end position. Okay, let's move on here to the Steelers and the Bengals. This is low-key, uh, pretty exciting game here. Um, they're both chasing the Ravens, but you know this, is gonna, this division is pretty tight. The Steelers, I mean, they're – basically 500, 5, 4, and 1. They had that tie with the Lions. But they're right in the hunt, right? The Browns are in the hunt. The Ravens are in the hunt. And the Bengals are over 500 as well at 6 and 4. The Bengals are four-point home favorites, 44 and a half over under here in this one. Cincinnati has 
30 plus points in four of their last five games. I don't see if they can put up 30 plus points against the Steelers defense. I don't see Big Ben and that offense putting up 30 with them. So I could see the Bengals running away with this game if the Steelers don't shut them down. Now, this game is in Cincinnati. There's, you know, this time of year we saw in college football today, right? There was quite a bit of snow uh, up in the upper Midwest area, um, you know, Michigan, Ohio area. So there could be some snow tomorrow if if there is, and Buck will give you the report in the morning. If there is, then that is something I'm I'm going to monitor. But unless it's, you know, a blizzard, bad visibility, or just dumps, which I don't see it happening, then I wouldn't really be concerned about it. I like Joe Mixon. I like Najee Harris. I like Joe Burrow. If you're in a pinch at quarterback, I'm fading Big Ben. And, of course, I like all the wide receivers in this one. Jamar Chase and Deontay Johnson are every week starters. I'm good with T. Higgins. Been struggling a little bit. But cornerback Joe Hayden is out in this game for Pittsburgh. I think that's going to help out both T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd, we want him to succeed on the show, but until he gets more uh, consistent work, you can fade him in, unless you you need a, an, an option there. And C.J. Ozama's been fun, but he's really a touchdown or bust option. Pat Fryermuth is somebody I'm confident about, even with Eric Ebron back, so I'm good with Pat Fryermuth there as well. And Chase Claypool, uh, if he's healthy enough to play, you can fire up him as well as a streamer. Okay, we got the Titans and the Patriots. Titans at eight and three. Of course, a bad loss last week. And the Patriots at seven and four. The Patriots, 123 point differential this season. That's the highest in the NFL. Point differential means they've scored 123 more points than they've allowed. So the offense is doing well in scoring, obviously, but the defense, the Patriots defense, right? Bill Belichick, known for his defense, the Patriots for 20 years. Brady gets all the hype and well-deserved, of course, but those defenses over the years, Super Bowls or not, have been dominant for the Patriots as well forever, and sure enough, they are again this year. Mac Jones and the offense hasn't been unbelievable, but they've been good enough. They're limiting mistakes, they're scoring, they're putting points on the board, and that defense is really showing up. So the Patriots have scored 123 points more than they've given up. That's the most uh, highest differential in the NFL, the Patriots are a touchdown and a field goal favorite, seven points and 43.5 over under in this game. I do think the Patriots take this one. A.J. Brown out this week and placed on IR. Marcus Johnson, their other wide receiver, out, placed on IR. Julio Jones, already out, placed on IR, right? You got Jeremy McNichols, the running back, out. They released Adrian Peterson, this is a complete mess. Ryan Tannehill's by himself, not interested, fading all Titans. Harris and Stevenson for the Patriots are both questionable. We saw each in minimal work last week uh, against the Falcons, and I think both will play, assuming they play and they're healthy enough, I think both will play and have more of a role in this one, trying to just like get a good AFC win here. Um, if the you know Patriots win this game, both teams are 8-4. and four. Right. So the Patriots take, uh, you know, a commanding lead with a big win. Look, no Derrick Henry, no A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones. I get it. Nonetheless, the Titans are a good team. They're well coached. And obviously, very variable has the history with the Patriots. If the Patriots can get this one at home, it's going to be a great locker room morale booster moving forward come playoff time. 
assuming the Patriots are still either leading the division as they are right now in the AFC East, or if they're a wild card team, nonetheless, they're going to have the confidence, even if they get the weapons back in Tennessee, that they can beat this squad, right? So this is a huge game for the Patriots, and I do think they win the game. I don't know if they win it by seven, but the way that this team is playing in this point differential makes me want to take the Patriots to cover this one as well. Okay, let's move on to the Chargers and the Broncos. Chargers are at six and four. The Broncos 500 at five and five. Chargers are two and a half point road favorites, 48 and a half over under in this one. Both games between these two teams in 2020 were decided by three points or fewer. Now, the Broncos get Bradley Chubb back on that defensive line. We all, you know, we know at this point they lost Von Miller, who played one game quickly for the Rams, didn't do much. He was on a pitch count. Then they had a bye week last week. I expect to see a lot more Von Miller for the Rams coming up. We'll preview that game next. But they get Bradley Chubb back, and that is going to be huge. Their secondaries played very well. They've been a little bit beat up lately, but their secondaries played really well. When the linebacking core has been healthy, which it hasn't been much this season, they've also played well. But the pass rush hasn't quite been there, even with Von Miller early in the season, Bradley Chubb being out so far this season. So I I think that, you know, I'm going to take Herbie and, and the Chargers in this game overall to win it. But this game is in Denver. It's going to be a tough game. Again, it's it's the altitude issue. Herbert's a Northwest kid, right? Lives in L.A. Now it'll be interesting to see what he gets there um, once they go out to Denver. So that'll be an interesting play, but I'm starting all my – Chargers, Mike Williams, if you don't need to start him, wouldn't. But if you, you know, if he's your wide receiver two or three or whatever, I'm okay with him. Uh, he's always got the touchdown upside. But Eckler, Allen, Herbert, of course, you're starting them. And on the other side, I'm good with Gordon. I think Javante Williams starts to turn the corner after this bye week coming out of it here. The Chargers and the Broncos here, uh, six and four Chargers go and play the five and five. All right, let's move on here to the Rams and the Packers. Rams at seven and three, Packers at eight and three. This is going to be a great game in Green Bay. The Rams are a one point road favorite. That's interesting to me. They're coming off a bye, they're healthy. Obviously, got Stafford in that defense now, but not taking Rodgers at home, I think, is interesting. And technically, the uh, Packers do have one more win here. So, Aaron Rodgers is 3-0 in his career at home versus the Rams, including the playoffs. So we'll see if that continues. But 47 over-under. I'll take the over on that for sure. Alan Lazard, questionable. But we should be getting back Aaron Jones this week. Monitor that. It's a tick down for A.J. Dillon, but I'm still okay to play A.J. Dillon in a flex position or RB2 if you need to. There's a chance that they might just grind A.J. Dillon heavy this time of year and, and – Aaron Jones will be more than just a three down back, but coming off of an injury and then a bye week, like they might monitor his snaps this week and they could, you know, just put him out in the flat and that's good for PPR, but I don't know that he's going to get as much work necessarily. Either way, I'm okay starting both running backs for the Packers, Adams, Rogers, obviously MVS, I think is a nice start throw as well. On the other side, you start cup, you start Stafford, you start Henderson. I think you fire up Higby. Um, I don't, I don't really know how I feel about Odell yet. I want to see Odell get more work. 
Um, Van Jefferson is really the one that I'm more excited about as that's yet. I want to see him produce it here in this offense with some frequency. All right, Rams, Packers should be a great one. That's going to be the game of the week there. All right, Vikings and my Niners. The Vikings at five and five, Niners at five and five. Right now, this is the sixth and seventh seed, believe it or not, in the NFC. The Vikings are sixth seed. The Niners are seventh seed. The 49ers are a field goal favorite at home over under 49. Not bad there. I think they're expecting some points here. San Francisco has lost 12 of its last 15 home games. That's absolutely dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. You've lost 12 of 15 home games. Absolutely pathetic. Don't get me fired up on my Niners right now. Elijah Elijah Mitchell, questionable, right? Jermichael Hasty out. We're going to see more Jeff Wilson. We're going to see more Trey Sermon. Um, this is going to be a, a, a shared backfield. I do think Mitchell plays, um, but everybody's going to get a handful of touches. It could be quite frustrating. We're going to get a lot of Mitchell Wilson questions probably tomorrow morning. So um, Sunday morning for start sit. So just be careful about that. I'm good with Ayuk at this point. Good with Debo. Uh, Jimmy in a super flex stream. Go ahead. Not in single quarterbacks. Um, Cousins. Jefferson, Cook, Thielen, I'm good with all those guys. Um, Conklin, you can fire up in a pinch as well, and of course you're starting Kittle. Uh, but I'm good with I'm good with starting Mitchell if he plays. I'm good with running out Wilson in a flex position if you need to, and I'm good starting Ayuk as well for the 49ers. I I think that will pick up for him moving forward. Okay, final two games here. Let's get into. The Browns and the Ravens are Sunday night football game. Both teams averaging 150 plus rushing yards this season. And the Browns have been without Kareem Hunt for a chunk of it. They were without Nick Chubb as well. Of course, Lamar Jackson not playing last week as well. And then we know the Ravens have been down to like sixth string running backs this year. So quite impressive that the scheme, these offensive lines, the play calling is able to be so dominant on the run there for the Browns and the Ravens. Ravens seven and three host the Browns at six and five. The Ravens are a four point home favorite. The Brown or the over under is 47. This game in Baltimore, Hollywood Brown questionable. If he doesn't play, I'm extra excited about Rashad Bateman. I know I've been calling it for two months. I'm going to continue to do it. It will happen. Eventually I'm good to fire him up this week. You start Lamar, you start, you start Devonta Freeman. Latavius Murray coming back is going to take work, but Freeman's been the one, has a continuity right now. He's the one that's got the fresh legs. Well, not the fresh legs because Murray's been out, but Murray's also been hurt. So I like Freeman. He's been scoring touchdowns weekly, and I'm good with Bateman and Andrews and Lamar, obviously. If Hollywood plays, I'll play him, uh, but I would obviously monitor that coming up Sunday night. And again, if you have to start somebody other than him and he's questionable all day long, I wouldn't risk it. Or go pick up a guy like Sammy Watkins. I know it's not pretty, but you might be able to get a, a Sammy Watkins or Donovan Peoples-Jones, put him on your bench just in case you miss out on Hollywood Brown, and that could be the guy that you uh, fill in for him. So make sure you plan accordingly if you're starting Marquise Brown. On the Brown side, Baker's beat up. I would not be playing Baker um, in fantasy if you don't need to. Nick Chubb is automatic. Kareem Hunt activated this week. Could see some snaps. I'm not comfortable playing him just yet unless you're in a PPR league and you're just, you know, you've been waiting for two months and you just need to fire him up, then fire him up. 
Um, he could catch a touchdown even on minimal snaps. He could be effective. Jack Conklin, um, their great uh, offensive lineman, is also back off IR. So they could be in a good spot, the Browns. Um, but Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, uh, assuming he's healthy enough to go in PPR, um, is really it. Austin Hooper's a streamer. B. Jones is a streamer. Baker and Superflex, I guess, but not really stoked on the Browns, to be honest. Um, it's going to be just Chubb and uh, Landry for me. All right, last but not least here, we got the Monday night game with the Seahawks and the Washington football team. The Seahawks here are 3-7, and seven, the Washington football team 4-6. and six. Seattle has 246.2 total yards per game since week six. That's the fewest in the NFL. They have been struggling mightily. That was without Russ. Then Russ comes back, and they've arguably been worse. Geno Smith was not amazing, but he was somewhat effective. And obviously, Russ is better than Geno. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But Russ is not right right now, and that's a problem. Washington is a one-point home favorite, over under 46.5. I like Taylor Heineke in this game. He, you know, three touchdowns last week. He's played two of the two top five defenses back-to-back weeks. He's played very well on the road as well. Now he's at home versus Seattle, who's susceptible and giving up chunk yardage in the past. We saw last year they were dreadful. This year they're a little better, but still giving up yardage. Antonio Gibson, I'm good with. The workload is finally there. McKissick, I guess, in PPR if you need to. Terry McLaurin is an auto start. And then we're getting Logan Thomas back this week. So I would I would be okay with Logan Thomas, assuming he suits up if he needed to stream tight end against the Seahawks. On the other side, I'm not – I don't want to play Russ um, if I don't have to. I know it's hard to have Russ on your team and bench him, but if you've played him the last two weeks, you've regretted that as well, right? This is the time of year where you need to kind of put the draft capital, put the name aside, and you need to play production, right? Russ is not producing. This game is on the road. It's across country. The you know Seattle to D.C. is a hell of a trip. West Coast team going east. I never love that. So I personally would fade Russ if you can. But you got to start Lockett. You got to start DK. You play Alex Collins. And Everett is a streamer as well at tight end if you need. But I'm not excited about Russell Wilson. And again, reminder it's been two weeks, but Chris Carson out for the season with a neck injury is on IR. So Alex Collins will be that guy. And Rashad Penny, I know everyone's pulling for him, but he got hurt again, right? Um, those other guys, you know, Homer and, and those other guys haven't been able to get it done. So it's going to be Alex Collins in the run game. And then, of course, DK and Lockett in the pass game. But I would fade Russ if you possibly can. Okay, those are the previews. I know that was a lot in a short, a short amount of time. I'm trying to grind it out for everybody so you can uh, enjoy this episode and get through it all here, whether you're listening on Saturday night or you're getting it in on Sunday morning. Either way, I want to give the breakdowns here for the rest of our games. Of course, we had three go down on Thanksgiving. So Bob has those previews for you. And we have some comment section going down as well. But before we do that, I want to give uh, some love here to one of our sponsors. And that is Care Factor. Hey, TCK Potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. 
It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fancy Focus and TCK team has partnered with CaraFactor. CaraFactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the CaraFactor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarafactor.com. That's shop.mykerafactor.com. CaraFactor, skincare for hair. All right, shout out to our friends at CaraFactor. Again, the Week 12 game previews brought to you by our friends at CaraFactor. All right, Beach, I see that you're in the comments for picks. Thank you for tuning in once again. Big point spread there for uh, Tennessee. I just don't see Tennessee scoring that points. A big one for Philadelphia. Jordan's going to love that. Uh, I do like Washington football team over Seattle, though. I agree on that one. All right, folks, we're going to switch gears here a little bit, and I'm going to get into our TCK Listener League. If you are not in the TCK Listener League and you don't care much for (laughs) – for let me pull this up here for you. Here, boom. I'll get it eventually. It'll, It'll click in, hopefully. If you don't care much for the TCK rundown, then uh, feel free to step off if you'd like to. Um, for the rest of you in the TCK Listener League, this hopefully will help you out and uh, we can get through the rest of these rosters. I'm going to do what I usually do here, and we're going to get through all of our scores, and we're going to get through all of our uh, matchups, and hopefully I can help you set your rosters and get some W's. I'm excited about that. So I'll step right into it. Start up with the Veteran League, TCK Veteran League here. I'm going to start with mine, me, and my buddy, Paul. Paul has been the runner-up in the TCK Listener League three years in a row, folks. Very impressive stat. One more, and he's officially the fantasy football Buffalo Bills. We'll see what happens. Had a little bit of an internet flub, so I don't have my camera. I'm not in my studio, and I don't have my microphone. (laughs) Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me okay, buddy, and uh, I will continue on here to crank this out. Apologies for that. Twitch is lagging real bad. Yeah, I think I think there's something going on. Nonetheless, let's let's keep let's keep running here. All right, so I, I'm going to start over here. I'm going to go over my matchup with Paul in the TCK Listener League. I'm going to go with Brady Cook, Singletary, give me five point three. Waddle, T Higgins, Darren Waller put up four point three. He got injured in that game. Hopefully, it's not. Uh, you know, too long there for the fantasy playoffs. DK Metcalf, Michael Pittman, and Houston's defense against the Jets. The only other person I considered was Jamal Williams. Of course, if uh, DeAndre Swift misses any time, I would do that. And then Rams defense or Houston defense seems silly to start Houston against the Jets, but Rams against the uh, Green Bay Packers in Green Bay, I don't love that either. So I'm going to stick with that. All right, Paulie is going with Josh Allen, Josh Jacobs. Both went on Thursday. Melvin Gordon, Hunter Renfro also went on Thursday. Jacoby Myers and TJ Hawkinson also went on Thursday as well. 
Gaskin, Cameron Newton, and the Carolina defense. Solid team. Um, Tampa versus Indy or Carolina versus Miami. I like Carolina versus Miami there. That's I think that's a good move there. Cool. Sea Dog. Yes, I am answering questions. I am going to blast through the rest of this episode here. Feel free to drop any start sits or trade uh, questions here in the comments. I will get to those in maybe uh, 10, 15 minutes um, after I uh, get through best of the rest of the leagues. But yes, Sea Dog, feel free to, to drop it in there. Okay, moving on down. Hyden Zeke and Brady for Prez. Hyden Zeke going with Rogers, Mixon, Brita went for 12.5. Cup McLaurin, Fryermuth, Cordero Patterson, assuming he plays. Big Ben and the Chicago defense went for 11 points in this league. Uh, nobody else on his squad would I have played, so nice move there. Okay, Brady for Prez. Wilson, he is going with Russ. I don't love it, but let's see what else he's got at quarterback. Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, Stephon Diggs, Tyler Lockett. Andrews, Saquon Barkley, Wentz, and New England defense. Fields is out, and that's his only other quarterback. So um, he's got Wentz too, right? So, yeah, I got to go with uh, got to go with Russ then. Let's see if we can get Claypool in there. I do like that mix, but Saquon, if Saquon's out, that's an easy that's an easy fix there. All right, moving down here, Dweez and J. Care. Dweez got a big uh, upset victory over me last week, so shouts out to my man Dweez. Dweez going with Cousins, Darrell Henderson, Nick Chubb, Evans, Jefferson, Pitts, Mooney went for fifteen, one hundred twenty three yards in back to back weeks for my man Mooney. Love that. Marquise Brown, assuming he plays an Arizona defense on a bye with the Chiefs. So he is going to have to swap that out. We'll see what he can do there. Anybody else that he would play? I don't believe so. He's got the Jets defense against Houston, so he'll be throwing them in there. I like that. All right, Jay Kerr going with uh, Mahomes on a bye. He's got Murray, David Johnson, New Hopkins on a bye. Debo, Kittle, Kendrick Bourne, Allen, and the Chargers. So we have to get a, let's see, we need a quarterback and a wide receiver. So he's got Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. I would go Trevor Lawrence there. And a wide receiver, Landry, missed out on Gallup or Reger. So I would go Landry there as well. Okay, Ulysses and the alternate, a.k.a. Curly. This is a great matchup here. Two old school friends of mine and of each other. Let's see what Ulysses has got here. Herbert. Taylor Swift went through 2.4. Unfortunately, hurt his shoulder in that. Hopefully, it's not too long. DJ Moore, Chase Schultz went for 14 with that touchdown. Fournette, Burrow, and the Colts defense. He's got Jimmy G, Cooks, Galladay. Nice bench, actually, but I think he's got his best squad in there. Green Bay versus the Rams or Colts versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. I might go Green Bay versus the Rams, actually, but... Either way, I think it's tough with those two offenses. Okay, Curly going with Lamar. Uh, Zeke went through 14 points. A.J. Dillon. Nick Westbrook, Akeen, I like that. He is uh, pretty much the only one standing in Tennessee anymore. Mike Williams, Dawson Knox, Marvin Jones, Jalen Hurts, the Bengals defense. All right, looking good. He's got a bunch of guys on by, so Curly is running the best squad there as well. All right, two more matchups in the Veteran League. Okay, Lucas going up against Josh from the Kamish crew. Lucas is going with Carr, who put up 18. Javante Williams, Tony Jones only put up 2.7. And 
Adam Sutton, Higby, Cedric Wilson put up 14, Terod Taylor, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody else down here that I would play. Maybe Elijah Mitchell, but he's got all bases covered. I'm surprised Lucas didn't swap out Cedric Wilson and put him in his wide receiver spot, but I get it. I get it. All right, Josh going with Prescott. He put up 24 on Thursday. Gibson, David Montgomery put up nine. Devonta Smith, Chris Godwin, Mike Kosicki, Brandon Ayuk. Andy Dalton put up 16, and the Buffalo defense put up 15. He's got a lot of players on by. Uh, Judy would be the only one I'd be looking to play. Maybe Rashad Bateman, but I'll play Ayuk over both of them. Smith and Godwin as well. So Josh is playing his best squad. And let's go to Hawk Dolliday and no Sue for you. Hawk Dolliday going with Mayfield. Eckler, Damian Harris, Deontay Harris put up 1.4 for the Saints. Tyler Johnson, he's got Kelsey on a bye, Dan Arnold, A.J. Green on a bye, and the Browns. Let's see if we can find him some subs. Let's go with J.D. McKissick and Zach Paschal in his position. All right, no sir for you, going with Tua. Uh, Devonta Freeman, James Robinson, Adam Thielen, Deontay Johnson. Austin Hooper, Elijah Moore, Tyler Heineke, and Pittsburgh defense. I like this team a lot, actually. Uh, I'm not ready to start Odell, Curtis Samuel, or Kareem Hunt. So I like that squad. That looks like a full full roster. Let's take a look at the standings in the Veteran League. Ulysses and myself tied in first place at 8-3. and three. Brady for Prez, Hayden Zeke, and Curly at 7-4. and four. Paul at 6-5. No sir for you and Josh at five and six. Lucas and Hawk Dolliday at four and seven. Dweez at three and eight, no longer in last place. And Jake Hare at two and nine. All right, that breaks down the veteran league. I'm starting to get some questions here for you guys. So I'm going to take a quick break. Again, I'm rolling solo tonight. So let me take a quick break and uh, give a shout out to our friends at the Jersey Jungle. I'm going to read some of your comments, get back with the rookie division, and then we'll get into your comments. I'll be right back after this message from the Jersey Jungle. Are you a merchandise maniac or Jersey junkie like myself? You need to check out the Jersey Jungle. They handle their business on Instagram at the Jersey Jungle. You can use their promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three or more jerseys. Now, if you've been watching the show for this season or a couple seasons, you know that my backdrop, if you're streaming live with us on video, you know my backdrop is always a couple of jerseys. Those jerseys are coming from the Jersey Jungle. They're high-quality stitch and twill jerseys. I collect NFL jerseys, but I'm also a baseball guy, so I have baseball jerseys as well. I collect Hall of Fame jerseys. I have a Jackie Robinson. I have a Ken Griffey Jr. I have a Willie Mays jersey. I got a Shohei Otani jersey as well because the guy has been absolutely on fire. Go get yourself a jersey. Basketball, baseball, hockey, football, college. They got rookies as well. Home away. They have customs. They have camouflage. Whatever you're feeling, retro jerseys from any sport, go hit up the Jersey Jungle on Instagram. DM the Jersey Jungle. Use the promo code TCK for 10% off of one or two jerseys, 15% off of three jerseys. These are already half price that you're going to find on the websites. They're high quality stitch and twill game, authentic jerseys. Go check them out. The Jersey jungle on Instagram. All right. That's the breakdown there for the veteran division. Let's go into the rookie 
division. I see your questions. I will get to those in just a couple of minutes. I'm going to break down the rookie division now for the TCK pod listener league. And some of you have been asking, how do you get involved with the TCK listener league? Well, you can DM me on Twitter at Sky Guasco or on Instagram at fantasy football underscore TCK pod. And let me know that you're interested in joining the listener league. When I put out applications in about May or June, then I will uh, put your, put your name on the list. And if we have room for everybody, uh, then I will get you involved. So if you're not involved and you'd like to be, feel free to message me, either drop a comment on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, or Twitter, or you can drop me a DM as well. Also, if you hear the rustling, that's my puppy next door. I had to move downstairs because I've got some internet issues. So apologies for the distractions. Okay, let's move on here to the rookie division. Let's go with Drew Reb first. Drew Reb and Brad. We got two Brads in this league here. So Drew Reb going with Bridgewater. Jacobs went for 18. Eckler, Thielen, Callaway for 3.4. Cook, Crowder, Mark Ingram is out, so we need to swap him. And then the Buccaneers defense. Latavius Murray is back. We have J.D. McKissick. Uh, ooh, Darnell Mooney on the bench. That's a tough, tough loss there. So I would personally go with Latavius Murray there in that spot. Okay, let's go with Brad here. He's got Cousins, Stevenson, uh, Miles Sanders, Keenan Allen, Waddle, Gronkowski, Judy, and then we need a DST and a Flex. Well, first of all, he's going to get uh, Lamar in there, who he just hasn't swapped in yet. And then the DST is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles, who they picked up after waivers. Okay, let's go to Kelly and Phoenix and Juan Ots. Shouts out to our girl Kelly uh, and the Kamish crew. Kelly going with Carr, who put up 18. Zeke put up 14. Chubb McLaurin, DJ Moore, Andrews, Boston Scott, Daniel Jones, and the 49ers. Defense, looking at the rest of her squad, those are the best players. Well done, Kelly. Good luck. Juan Ots on the other side. Eight and three. Juan Ots doing really well in this league. Matt Ryan. Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, Kyle Pitts, Javante Williams, A.J. Dillon, and the Cowboys defense put up nine points. And that looks like the best squad for Juan as well. Devontae Smith or, let's see, Elijah Moore. You know, if Aaron Jones plays, I think I would play Elijah Moore or Devontae um, Smith instead of A.J. Dillon, uh, especially in this in this league here, half PPR. So, Best of luck to you both. All right, let's go on here to Bobo. Bobby LaMarco, of course, Sky's co-host is his team name. I think that's hilarious. And our girl Megan, all the way out over across the pond in the UK. Shouts out to our girl Megatron. All right, Bobby's going with Josh Allen, put up 27. Christian McCaffrey, Devonta Freeman, T. Higgins, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, Melvin Gordon, Mac Jones, and the Bears defense. And Bob is rolling out his best squad, in my opinion. Megan's got Jimmy G, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, Brandon Ayuk. Got that Ayuk, Jimmy G stack. Love that. Pittman, Conklin, David Johnson, Aaron Rodgers, and the Colts defense. I like that squad a lot. Uh, of course, she didn't have Lamb this week or on Thursday. She had Beasley on the bench. Smart move. And Cole Komet actually did pretty well, but I don't see how you would Start Cole Komet necessarily, but he is a streamer like Conklin, but nonetheless, um, she's right in the thick there. Uh, four and seven for Bob, five and six for Megatron. Best of luck to you both. All right, three more matchups here, folks. 
We'll get to your questions in just a second. Weston and Jordan Della Valley. Weston going with Prescott, put up 24. Fournette, Gibson, Deontay Johnson, Rashad Bateman, Waller, Brandon Cooks, Cam Newton, and the Ravens defense. Looks good. He has CEH on a bye, so he'll be having him later. And, oh, Hunter Renfro on the bench, putting up 18. That's a tough pill to swallow. All right, let's go over here to JDV. He's got Wentz, Patterson if he plays. Montgomery put up nine. Lockett, Diggs put up 17. Hawkinson put up 11. Corey Davis, doubtful at this point. He was questionable. We'll see what happens, but he's doubtful now, unfortunately. Ryan Tannehill, Pittsburgh Steelers defense. If Corey Davis doesn't play, then he'll probably go with Cortland Sutton or Pratt Fryermuth. I would go with Cortland Sutton. All right, we got B-Funk and Brad number two. Our boy Funk going with Brady, Hines, Collins, Metcalf, Evans, Knox, who put up 16 and a half, Landry, Heineke, and the Buffalo defense, who put up 15. Nice squad for Brock. And Marquise Brown is, again, questionable. I don't know if I would play him anyway. So I think that's the best squad. Brad has Burrow, Darrell Henderson, Saquon Barkley if he plays, Randall Cobb, Chase Claypool, Kittle, Hunt, Stafford, and the Chargers defense. And he's got Kelsey on a bye, so I think that is the best squad as well. And finally, we've got our boy T. Banta and the Kamish. Banta has Mahomes on a bye, but he's got Gaskin, uh, James Robinson. He has Green and Kirk on a bye as well. Yikes. Stacked with Chiefs and Cardinals. Schultz put up 14. Michael Carter also out in this game. Russell Wilson. Denver defense. Let's see if he's got anybody else. Elijah Mitchell is going to go in there. Odo Beckham is going to go in there. Leviska Chenault will go in there. So I think he can patch some holes there, hopefully. So best of luck to Todd. And then we're looking at the Kamish FFP crew going with Hertz. Pollard put up 8.8. Swift 2.4 before he got hurt. Jefferson, Godwin, Goddard, Chase, Herbert, and the Patriots defense. Alvin Kamara out. And Gallup already played. Van Jefferson would be somebody I would be trying to get in my lineup, but not over Jamar Chase, Godwin, or Jamar, or excuse me, Justin Jefferson. So those are our matchups in the rookie league. Let's go to the standings. The Commish in sole possession of first place, currently nine and two on the season, coming back with a vengeance after being removed from the veteran league last year, demoted down to the rookie league, coming back hot here, nine and two. All right, then you have Juan Otz and Jordan Della Valley at second place at eight and three. In a distant third, you have Drew Reb, uh, Brad, and Weston with six and five. Then we have Kelly and Phoenix, the other Brad, and Megatron, our girl Megan in the UK at five and six. At four and seven, we have Brock and Bob. And then in last place, unfortunately, our boy T Banta. Whoo! That breaks down the TCK Listener League. And again, if you're just tuning in and I sound different, look different, feel different, I had a little bit of an internet flub earlier in the show, so I had to kind of bail out. Sorry for the glitch there, and I am uh, now downstairs just kind of uh, making the best here, so I apologize for any audio quality uh, glitches or um, video there. So sorry in advance. Appreciate you all hanging out here, though, and, and, and being supportive always, so. Okay, let me get to the uh, your questions here. Let's get some comment section Q&A. If you got any questions, start set questions, or uh, if you have any trade questions, 
holler back. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Beach. All right, considering Ayuk, if he, uh, considering he has a good matchup, would you consider him over Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, or Jamar Chase? I wouldn't. Um, I love Brandon Ayuk. I think he's an incredible player. I think the 49ers will do well against the Vikings, but it is still Debo. It is still run game. It is still Kittle. So I think the floor and the more likely possibility for Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, and Jamar Chase is maybe the ceiling right now for um, Brandon Ayuk. So as much as I like Brandon Ayuk and I expect him to have a decent game, um, no, I'm going to start these three guys over him right now. But if he outperforms somebody, you know, then he's then he's the truth in the second half. Last year, he was the number four wide receiver over the back half of the season. So he can do it. Um, and it looks like Shanahan's finally letting him go. So we'll see. But I wouldn't get cute just yet, Beach. C-Dog, good evening, brother. Thanks for tuning in. Hunt or Marquise Brown, assuming both play full PPR. Yikes. If they both play, I got to go Marquise Brown. Um, that's That Brown secondary, is get, it's been beat up lately. Lamar, that still is number one. He's getting peppered with targets. He just, they're not terribly efficient, unfortunately, somehow. Kareem Hunt, I think will be fine long-term and maybe like starting next week. But off of, you know, a, a month plus injury and being out, um, I don't know what kind of work he's going to get. I don't know how effective he's going to be. So I'm going to stick with uh, Marquise Brown in this one, assuming they both play. One of them plays and the other one doesn't, then obviously you fire up the other guy. Jonathan, good to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in. Hunter, Javante Williams, same thing here. Um, they're both number twos. Well, I mean, Hunt's obviously a 1B, uh, and Javante kind of is too. I think it's Javante Williams. Um, now this is a Melvin Gordon revenge game, if you're into that, against the Chargers. Uh, but I like Javante Williams here. Um, good chance to get in the end zone. Versus the Chargers, who give up a ton of rushing yards. So I could see that happening there. Absolutely. Thank you, puppy. So I'm going to go Javante Williams over Kareem Hunt. I'm just not ready for Kareem Hunt just yet. All right. Sea Dog. Also, pick two full PPR J Rob, Mitchell, or Fournette. Mitchell's questionable here, and he's a little bit beat up, and you got all those other guys in there now. I'm going to go Fournette for sure. And, oof, against Houston. I guess I'm going to go James Robinson. Yikes. PPR, I'm going to go James Robinson and Fournette. Yeah, don't feel good about it, though. Okay, can you rate my team? I'll do my best here, man, but this is this is always hard to do without settings and all that stuff. But here we go. Josh Allen, Pittman, uh, Ayuk, Jamar Chase, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans. Your wide receiver just stacked. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Ty Johnson, Elijah Mitchell, Devin Singletary. I like that. You can get rid of Singletary. Uh, Matt Breed is the guy, and Zach Moss is a healthy scratch. Singletary didn't do anything, so open up a roster spot this time of year. Tight end, Mike Kosicki and Gronk. Kicker, Boswell. Defense, Buffalo. Love it. Um, Josh Allen, I mean, honestly, man, this is really solid. Your running backs are good on paper. The problem is, uh, you know, when Michael Carter comes back, it won't be Ty Johnson fully, and Tevin Coleman's there. Elijah Mitchell's the number one-ish, but he's also hurt, and there's other guys now with Jeff Wilson. Devin Singletary is cuttable, in my opinion, and Kareem Hunt is not Kareem Hunt yet. Also, how often are you going to be uh, comfortable starting both Browns? I did that a lot last year, and it worked out, but your running backs make me a little bit nervous, but Josh Allen's great. Chris Boswell's great. Buffalo defense is great. Mike Isicki and Gronk as a tight end tandem, awesome. 
um, your wide receivers are, are fantastic too. So all of that, I think, gives you like a solid A, A minus. But the running backs do bump it down. So I'm gonna give you like a B plus, A minus. How about that, my man? All right, C dog. Finally, do you think Kyler will be back after the bye week? Yes, 100%. I do. Um, I have Kyler in a league, and I'm very frustrated, uh, obviously. Um, but I think this might have been their plan the whole time. Look, you have to consider this stuff like we think fantasy, right? Like, what the hell? Why is he not out? You know, why is he not out there? Blah, blah, blah. Think in NFL terms. Why would the Cardinals? The Cardinals are in first place in their division. They're, they're running the NFC right now, right? The Cardinals were in last place last year. Okay. I mean, with the Niners, but they have to think in NFL terms. You know what I mean? So they are looking for a playoff run. They're looking to win the division. They're looking for home field advantage. They're looking for a deep run in the playoffs. Kyler Murray needs to be 100% healthy in like the next two to three weeks, right? Not the last two to three. And shouts out to Colt McCoy. I mean, he got W's, right? So Kyler Murray, yes, I do think he plays after the bye week. I think that was kind of their plan probably the whole time. New Hopkins as well. I think they're going to be rested. Kyler will be able to run a little bit more, which is better for fantasy. And the schedule lightens up for them as well. So, yes, I think Kyler will. And, um, look, if you still have a trade deadline that hasn't passed, it might be the last chance to maybe buy low for him. I think he's going to be a league winner in the playoffs. Okay. Um, tired of streaming quarterbacks. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Streaming quarterbacks is tough. Um, I've been doing it, too, in that league. I think this week could I pick up Taylor Heineke. So <laughs> that's where I'm at, right, in that league. Um, so Taylor Heineke is a guy that I'd be looking at if if available. Okay, guys, that's all the Q&A and all the time I've got for tonight. Per usual, please make sure you check us out on the Q, on the uh, Sunday live stream. Unfortunately, I will not be able to make it this week. Uh, my work schedule is ramped up, and I, I'm going to be working in the morning. I work 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., so I'm not going to be able to be here for the Sunday live stream. But Buck, Bob, Jordan, and Levy will bring you all of your start set question for three hours, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. on the West Coast, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on the East Coast. Make sure you stream live right here on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or Facebook, and you can leave us a stream. Also, if you want to get involved and jump the line of hundreds of questions, become a super chatter, and we do have some giveaways for those. Not sure what they're going to make it this week, but in the past we've done TCK merch like this hat. We have done a Jamal Anderson, the Dirty Bird throwback signed mini helmet, and we've done Tory Holt mini helmet as well. So we have the mini options. Also, 10% of all contributions to our show and Super Chat go to Good Sports. Good Sports is a great youth organization helping underprivileged youth play sports. They've helped over 540,000 kids in 48 countries. So make a contribution. If you don't have YouTube and Super Chat function, you can Venmo us at TCK Pod, TCK POD. Venmo us your contribution $1, $20, $40, whatever, with your question, and we'll get to it live on air and have you jump. And then, of course, you will contribute 10% of your contribution to the youth with good sports. Okay, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate you. We'll have questions for you. Good luck to my Niners. I appreciate that. You guys have a wonderful evening. Again, I apologize for the glitch here. Um, I, I've got to figure out my internet thing. Not sure what's going on, but hopefully I got it ready for next week. Make sure you check out Bob's, if you haven't looked at it, watch the video or listen to the podcast for Bob's key injury report, right? 
and the player trends. It's my favorite episode, right? Every week, tons of inter, uh, uh, in-depth knowledge there that Bob does. A lot of matchups, right? That's going to help you key injuries for Sunday matchups. So if you haven't watched it yet, dial back and catch that episode or get it on the podcast, I Believe Podcast Network. This episode and all episodes have been brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, anywhere your podcasts are heard, and Bet Online AG. Make sure you go get the Bet Online AG or the app. And when you sign up, you get a 50% sign up bonus there. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Jersey Jungle and Cara Factor, of course, as well, for sponsoring the show. Y'all have a great night. It's been crazy for me. Hope you guys do well. Good luck this week, and I won't catch you tomorrow morning. I apologize, but best of luck to everybody. I will be checking my DMs temporarily on my break, so if you do have personal questions, hit me up on Twitter at SkyGuasco, S-K-Y-G-U-A-S-C-O, or on Instagram, FantasyFootball underscore T-C-K-Pod. That's it for me, y'all. Good luck this weekend. Have fun. I am your host, SkyGuasco, and I am out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.